to What We Like. We're your hosts, Cindy and Sonia. Join us each week as we discuss the world of adulting with some ratchet recap and buzz sessions. And be petty, because I have a petty spirit, so if my petty spirit is live, it will. I live my life unapologetically. I do. Hey, Cindy. Hey, Sonia. How's it going? It's going. No complaints. It's going. How how you doing? About the same for me. No complaints is going, and I'll leave it at that. <laughs> yep, no complaints. So, let's jump into this week's car chatter. And you know what I saw? I saw that Apollo was released from prison and went into a halfway house. And then I saw that he went back because he violated his probation. Okay, so I saw that, and, you know, my thought was, he violated his probation. What could he have done? And then I saw that it was because he had sex. Like, jeez Okay, Louise. so I, like, I, missed, I missed that. I didn't see the reason, because when I first saw the story, it said that there were no details as to what happened. They did say that the rules are very strict. Then I saw his fiance. Uh, posted something saying oh it's all a lie he didn't violate the man is just trying to get him that whole thing so they actually said it was because he had sex yes they said he was caught having sex in the halfway house and they said depending on the halfway house it could be different like some halfway houses you can um, have guests like only in the common area and then some you know sometimes you can have guests in your room for certain times you know and they that's what i read now i read that it was because they found out that he had sex and i was like wow what you know if they told you that these are the rules like is it that serious that you have to do it right there in the halfway house and they've told you the rules like do you want to go back to jail you know like it doesn't seem like it would be sex would be that serious for me now it's important but not important enough for me to go to jail for well yeah no not important not that important not that no no i would agree but it looks like he may if that stands he may be back in until his release date which is october 15th and that's crazy if that's true yeah and if uh, because see my thing would be if i was the woman i guess maybe he didn't tell her whatever but it i would be like no you only have a little you know a little time left in this halfway house they say like six months or whatever 
but sometimes they get to go places or whatever like you can't sneak it there like you had to be right in the halfway house that was just dumb i thought i saw them out getting into a vehicle one time i don't know if that was his release or they were able to be out during the day i don't know but i just know if that's the case and that's what happened then that's stupid (laughs) right you just dumb i would agree hey there was another one that I came across and it's like, is it, and I don't know where I heard this from, but I think I've thought about this a lot. If someone gives you their phone to look at a picture, is it rude to start swiping? Uh, I, I think so. Like I always ask people, like if they hand me their phone to look at a picture, I always ask it. You know, because they'll say, oh, you can look at the other pictures. I'll ask, can I swipe? You know, can I can I keep going or whatever? Just to be clear, because you don't know what people have on their phones, <laughs> I, you know, and I don't want to I don't want to see it. And then that would be embarrassing for you and for me, you know, so I always ask, hey, can I can I keep going? You know, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I am hesitant about that. I like don't swipe if if i'm giving you a picture to look at it look at that picture and kindly return my phone i don't need anybody swiping on anything on my phone like that's a no and even if i have somebody's phone and they're telling me to swipe i'm still hesitant about swiping like i would rather they swipe and we take it that route like here you swipe for me because i no. I don't need those problems or that level of embarrassment. <laughs> right. Because you never know what people have on their phone. And not just naked stuff, but just anything. Like sometimes you take pictures of stuff and don't think about you maybe handing your phone to somebody. So, yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. And I, I take all pictures of random stuff all the time. And sometimes sensitive personal information that I might be sending to my dad or something like that, their personal information or password or anything. And you just forget that you did that screenshot. And I try to clean it, my album out periodically to get rid of that stuff. But yeah, sometimes it's still in there and I I don't need anybody taking upon themselves to swipe. Look at what I'm giving you to look at. And let's right. be done like that. Like I saw it and I said that's interesting because I'm always one that like no don't don't swipe. And when I have somebody's phone, I'm not trying to swipe, even if right. you tell me to. I, I want you to swipe for right. me. Right, <laughs> right. Even if people say, oh no, you could go ahead. I always say so. So you good with me? just looking and even when i swipe one picture and then they say no go ahead it's a couple of more pictures i'm real yeah, hesitant about awkward, you know you don't know when to stop swiping right yeah and i don't want anybody thinking i'm trying to look at something or i definitely don't want to see something i'm not supposed to see so right yeah i agree yeah so let's get into this week's topic and it is do women respect men if they move into their homes. Uh, okay. So I was in a situation like that. Like um, somebody moves into a place that I already had. And um, 
I don't know. I didn't feel any kind of way about it because I wanted him to feel like it was his place too. It just happened that it worked out that it would be better for him to move with me than me to move, you know, with him. So, um, I didn't feel any kind of way about that though. Like I just felt like, okay, now this is our place. I didn't throw it up in his face every time. Like, Oh, you know, this is my place. Get out or whatever, because he was paying bills. So I felt like it was his place too, but I know a lot of men are hesitant about that because women do that. The minute they get pissed, they like, up, oh, get out of my house. This is my house and that kind of stuff. So, I yeah, yeah I didn't I, feel any kind of way. I agree. I've had that situation also. And where the guy moved in or moved into my place, I didn't look at him sideways or any kind of way like that because it was the same thing. It just made more sense for us to live in my place than his place and he paid bills so it wasn't a thing of I'm taking care of this man or he doesn't have anything it just logistically speaking and space speaking it made more sense to be at my right. place so it right. was okay I wouldn't just because the man is 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 going to move in with a woman I wouldn't automatically lose respect for that man or automatically think that there's something off or wrong or he's lacking because that decision was made. But again, like you said, I know that a lot of men are hesitant to do that because of the way some women would react. And I respect that. I mean, I understand why they would feel that way, but into it, if this happened, if the man decides to move in with the woman should he sign a lease or rental agreement stating what he's going to do? Now, that didn't happen in my situation. We didn't sign anything, but like a sublease, like if he moves in, should you have him sign a rental agreement? Now, I didn't do that either just because I trust, you know, I was trusting and hoping that it would work out and it did, you know, And so he paid what he had agreed to pay in the very beginning. Um, And so, yeah, it, it worked, it worked out for us, but I don't know if I, if now in this situation and I owned my home and somebody moved in, I may want them to just sign something, you know, now, because now I'm more conscious of money and, you know, not that I'm looking for stuff to go wrong, but I do know how stuff can go wrong. Uh, I've been on that side, too, where stuff goes horribly wrong when you move in together. So, yeah, I I might would consider that, you know. Okay, and then the other part of it, because I know we did say that when we experienced that, the guys moving in did pay bills. So, is there right. the conversation or the assumption that this person is going to pay half the bills or certain bills or all the bills well i i think that's something that you too have to sit down and decide in the very beginning like before he brings one box one shoe a toothbrush (laughs) or whatever 
you need to decide okay you're gonna we're gonna do this 50 50 or 70 30 or whatever depending on his circumstances your circumstances but it's definitely a conversation that has to be had prior to him moving in rather than doing it after he gets there he's like oh i didn't know that you was gonna expect me to pay 70 percent of the bills you know right i thought i was only gonna pay half or you know whatever so and you know um, when i i saw this topic another thing came along with it which is a point that i hadn't thought about with the man moving in and that was would you allow him to not pay bills because he is saving for a home for the two of you and because he is taking care of household repairs or maybe improvements around the house or renovations around the house, would you accept that in lieu of him actually paying cash money towards bills? Absolutely not. For me. (laughs) (laughs) Just for me. Because if you're saving a home or saving for a home or whatever for the two of us, um, then we both should do that. So maybe you pay half the bills, I pay half the bills, and then because now I'm paying half the bills, I'm able to save a little more and you can save a little more. I would think that that would be the better plan that we both put in for saving for this home because then we don't wind up with you saved and purchased the home and now I'm moving into essentially your home and the same situation can happen. You know, you get mad, put me out or whatever, unless we're married. You know, now if, yeah. if marriage is coming along with that, then okay, then I have some sort of security or something. But if I'm moving into your house, we're not married, and you know, who knows if you, you know, people get ugly sometimes when stuff goes sideways, and they're not the same people that you started dating. So you get mad, you throw me out. Now I've invested in this house, but it's you know, or I've invested in decorating and living here and set my life up here and now you get pissed and put me out no I, I no no but yeah I, I I agree with that also because I don't feel like I would be comfortable with you saving for a home for the two of us I think that that is going to be a joint venture we're both going to do that and as far right. as you living with me in lieu of you doing household repairs I mean my first thought was you know, damn, what kind of house am I living in? I mean, do I need that many household repairs? <laughs> right. Because that something you must do be wrong. That in lieu of rent? Like, no, I feel like if there are household repairs that need to be done and you can do them, you do them because you two live here. You know, you live here as well. Right. It's your home as well. And, and as far as maybe renovations or doing things along that line, it's it would be a joint venture. We would take care care of it ourselves. And and if you're right. the handy type and you're physically doing the work, then okay, that's great. Maybe I'm buying the supplies, but I wouldn't accept that in lieu of you helping with the bills and the the rent or mortgage. No. Oh no. That wouldn't work no. for me. That that definitely wouldn't work for me. But 
I had a girlfriend, she had bought a house and she started dating this guy and they eventually decided he was going to move in. They were talking about getting married, but that hadn't happened, but he still moved into her house. Well, they had been having some issues. He was, he was a really nice guy, but he had some issues as far as he was on the spectrum. He had Asperger's. And so they had some challenges in their relationship. And one time, he, she got mad at him and put him out and physically threw his stuff out. They, mm -mm. they got into a situation. She, um, she cut his locks and then she, uh, after she threw his stuff out, they got into a physical thing and he eventually had her arrested. But <laughs> my, my thing to her was because he was paying bills, he was um, fixing, you know, things around the house that she had, and he was paying the majority of the bills. And so I was thinking, I said to her, which she basically got mad at me and stopped speaking to me, but I have to be truthful with my friends, especially if I think you're doing something wrong, I said to her, I felt like she was wrong for throwing his stuff out. Like, that, he, he lived there, he paid bills, he paid the entire mortgage. So he paid bills, he lived there, he fixed things. I mean, and you're talking about marrying this person, because you got mad, you just throw their things out? Like, I, I just didn't understand that. So I didn't agree with that. And I don't agree when anybody does that. One, women or men. I don't. I think that if if you're going to accept my money to pay half of the bills or whatever, then this is my place too. So I shouldn't be thrown out just because my name is not on the lease or whatever. Now, if we get into a situation where we no longer can live together and my name is on the lease, then I hope, and, and your name isn't, then I hope that we could come to some kind of adult agreement that, hey, until you find a place, you can sleep in that bedroom, I sleep in this bedroom, and we figure it out, you know, like adults. Hopefully, we could do something like that. But I would hate to think that we would have to get to the point where I have to physically throw your stuff out or just put you out just because my name is on the lease and yours isn't. Especially if I've been ex accepting your money. You know, I, that's just my thing. I, I agree with that. And I, I, I feel like when you take the steps of allowing another individual to move in with you, then there's certain things that, that come with that. It's the same thing if a person is renting an apartment or a house. The landlord can't just one day throw them out. There are steps that have right. to be taken in order to get them out of the place. You have to give that person the opportunity to find housing elsewhere. It's the same thing. If you allow someone to move in with you and if you start accepting their money, 
to pay for those bills or to, to assist or pay half of those bills, then that person has established residency there. And if it gets to right. the place where you guys can no longer live together and you want that person gone, then you have to take the necessary steps to get that person out. And like you said, hopefully there can be a, an adult conversation where, okay, you know, 30 days, you should be able to find a place and move out. This relationship is not working or us living together is not working. And then they take those steps to move out. If not, then you go through the route of the court system and having them put out. But you can't just arbitrarily do that on your own when the person has been living there and paying bills. And right. I think she saw that because the consequences of her actions sounds like it, it landed her a night in jail. Oh, yeah. It landed her a weekend in jail. Oh, wow. And a whole host of other problems came along with that, you know, for her. And, you know, I I felt like some of it she kind of brought on her, you know, on herself because... Well, her being arrested was totally on her. <laughs> Because I don't think she would have been arrested had she not put his stuff out. So that was completely on her. But, you know, that's one of those things is you live and learn. And I'm sure she won't be so quick to invite someone to, to live with her going forward. Uh, no, she has not. <laughs> Does it make a difference? Like when when you are considering allowing someone to move in with you. Does it make a difference if this person is coming from their own place or if they're moving in from mom's place or from their boy's place? Um, for me, it definitely makes a difference. If, <laughs> if, <laughs> it definitely makes a difference for me. Like I, I want you to, it depends on the stage I am in my life though, I guess, because at, um, at this stage, the over 40, over 45 stage, I would think that you should be coming from your own place. So, um, yeah, but maybe when I was 25, even 30, you know, maybe I wouldn't have thought about that so much. I don't know, but, um, Definitely at this age, if you're back at home with your parents or, you know, I need to hear the backstory on that. Like, how did that happen? <laughs> what are you doing? What's your what's your three month plan? Your, you know, 30 day plan? Like, what what are you planning to do? I don't want to be your backup plan for that. Like, I don't want you to be moving with me because you have no other options. Like, I want you to be moving with me because we want to be together and it just makes more sense for you to move to my place than me move to yours. You know, like you said, for logistic reasons, you know, I'm closer to our jobs or for space or for whatever. But if you coming from Big Mama's house or you living with Nana or something like that, mm -mm -mm, not at this age. Mm -mm. Yeah, I would want some backstory on that as well because it, it could be a good reason. Maybe you just moved or maybe the parent was sick and needed your assistance. So there could be a, a good reason or good explanation for that. But if you just live in there because 
you needed to financially speaking, then that would make me pause because then I'm, I'm going to wonder if financially speaking, you would be able to take care of your responsibilities once we move in together. So that, yeah, I mean, I don't know if, how fair it is, but that would definitely make me pause because I, I, I would like you, I would need the backstory on why you're still right. at mom's or why you and your boy are roommates at this point in life. <laughs> right. And I'm not saying it's fair. I'm just saying what I would need to feel comfortable in us moving in together. So it, yeah, that, it could possibly not be fair. Yeah conversation an additional conversation would need to be had if that were the scenario yeah now on the same topic do you feel like we look at things differently if a man moves into a woman's house versus a woman moving into a man's house do you think we look I think at it society I think society looks at it differently. I don't look at it differently. I, I'm the type where I'm more, I feel like most things with women and men should be more equalized. I know a lot of people don't. I think uh, from a societal standpoint, people feel like the woman should be moving in with the man as opposed to vice versa. For me, it's the same way. If it, if the topic was switched and we're talking about the woman moving into the man's home, I think the same steps need to be followed. The same conversations need to be had. Same thing for me. Right, right. Yeah, I think, I think it, it's the same, but I think people look at it differently. Like if she moved into his place and maybe she wasn't, she didn't come straight from, you know, her own place, whatever. People look at that differently. Like, oh, okay, well, that's okay, you know. Um, but I, th- I think the same thing. I think it's the same, like you said, for a woman. Same standards. She needs to be paying her part or doing her part, whatever that looks like between the two people. You know, because sometimes people say, oh, well, she doesn't have to, she just picks up the utilities or whatever, and he picks up everything else, or she just takes care of the minor household bills, you know, and then I take a, whatever works between the two people, I think, right. you know, but I, I think it's, you know, should be the same for men and women because i i think a woman at this age over 40 over 45 she too should be coming from her own place you know she should have her own stuff by now and if she doesn't he should want to know what the backstory is like make sure that he she's just not trying to get with him so she can have a place to stay and move out of grandma's house like I, I think it goes both ways. I think it does go, it's the same going both ways. And I guess we can say that uh, our takeaway is that we do not just immediately say we lose respect for a man if he moves in with a woman or vice versa. Right. But it, it, there are some things that should be done when you make a decision to do that 
conversations had and expectations laid out on the table. But no, it, you don't necessarily lose respect for a man, or I don't, if they decide to move in with their their partner. Right. Depends no, on the I situation. Right. Okay. Exactly. So we can wrap that one up and let's go into some ratchet recap with uh, the Real Housewives of Potomac. Some of my takeaways was Giselle's relationship or non-relationship with Sherman. And she's upset. Mainly, her, her last thing was that he backed out of escorting her to Candace's wedding. And right. you know, my thing on that is it was it was shown or that talked about or discussed before. Sherman was not comfortable putting his life out there. He was not comfortable doing the whole camera thing, uh, people getting into his personal business. And I thought that she was aware of that. So to get mad that he opted out of going to the wedding, I wasn't really that surprised. Well, well, me either. And I thought, did I miss something? Like, it was one of those situations where you feel like you didn't see, like, I missed part of an episode or something. Because I thought he did make that clear that that's why he was struggling with it, like, last season a little bit. And I, even if that wasn't the case, because he didn't want to go to an event and he knew somebody, he knew that, um, what, what's her name? The one that's pregnant, uh, uh, what, what is Monique. her name? Monique. He knew that Monique was going to be there. Monique had just said some things that, you know, wasn't nice. And so I wasn't surprised that he didn't want to go. And I didn't see that as being a betrayal. Like he didn't want to be with her. He just didn't want to go to an event. Like. I I didn't I didn't get it. Like I felt like I needed to go back and see what was going on in the last season that I might have missed because to me that just said he didn't want to go to the event and you know that's that's that. Like I didn't see it yeah, as a betrayal. I, it is and I I can understand. That whole scene is not for everybody and I think that Giselle and she was a little much in that one. I understand where he was coming from. And that's one of those things that you have to understand what you have and you have to make a decision whether or not that's something that you want to deal with. Her man does not want to be a part of the show. He might be okay with making occasional appearances here or there or with her or with her and the kids. But as far as interacting with the rest of the group, that's just not something he's interested in. And if that's what she needs from a partner, then he's not the one for you. Right, right. <laughs> so you have to about... make a decision if that's what you want or right. not. So, right. So, what about Candace saying she didn't believe that Ashley was really trying to get pregnant because Ashley is still drinking? Yeah, I don't know. For that one, I felt almost like, are y'all trying to make a storyline between? about this because because she's drinking and and okay I do know that you want your body to be as healthy as possible when you're trying to conceive I got that but I mean I've seen women who drink who trying to have 
a baby, sometimes women don't even know. So they drink right up until, you know, they might even had a drink or two and didn't know that they were actually pregnant. So I don't know. To me, that first off, it's none of your damn business. That's that's the first thing. If I want to drink and tell y'all I'm trying to have a baby, then that's that's what it is, you know. But I yeah. don't know, Candace. I don't know. She seemed like she had stepped over her boundary right there for me. Yeah, and I think it became a story when they were in New Orleans, and, and Monique said, "Hey, yeah, Chris and I were trying to get pregnant, but I did drink when we were trying, and it wasn't a big deal." But I kind of feel like Candace, when she initially said this, it stemmed from the fact that Ashley says, I'm not drinking anymore or I'm not taking shots anymore because I'm trying to get pregnant. I'm trying to get my body in a space and I'm doing all these natural things and um, yoga and all these things Ashley put out there that she was doing in preparation of trying to get pregnant. So I think... That's where it all stemmed from because Ashley said, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. And then Candace sees her doing it. And then she's like, okay, well, how serious are you about trying yeah. to conceive? And again, it, not her business, but I understand yep. her speaking on it because of the emphasis that Ashley put on it. But at the end right. of the day, yeah, if you want to drink, drink. You want to do shot, shot. That's right. on you. Your uterus yes. and your husband. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh yeah, I agree. I just thought she was being a little a little extra. It know. was. Especially she, the conversation that they had when she was like, Well yeah, I'm an honorary honorary doctor. No, you're not. I mean <laughs> Right. It doesn't it doesn't work that way, but okay, we get what you're saying. But yeah, yeah. I think it went too far, but I think it stemmed from Ashley and then Candace took it and ran with it and made it more than what it needed to be. Yeah. Now, okay, how do you feel about Candace's mom, the relationship her and her mom have? Oh, we talked about that before. Over it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Like I think think her mom is is inappropriate on so many levels and yeah, I'm good on her. (laughs) Yeah. I am good on her mom. She she um, called Candace a dumbass bitch. Like, okay. I really? know. I've never, yeah. I would never say that. And if even if I was thinking it, I would never say it out loud. Like, right. you know, like that, that was, that crossed so many lines right there. Like, damn. Her mom that was, is that was a lot. so inappropriate. Like there's no justification whatsoever. And if it's yeah. that bad, cut Candace off financially. Right. Get, take money out of your relationship. Candace is married right. and she's grown. Let her figure it out on her own. And maybe Candace right. needs to take the initiative to cut off the financial portion of their relationship. And if it means that she and her husband have to move, then move. Take that negativity out of your life, out of your marriage, and maybe your relationship with your mom will get better because at that point she will have no choice but to respect your boundaries. But you're telling True. her she needs to call first or if she vis- she's visiting the home too much, a home that she's paid for. Right. You really can't, I mean, you would think or you would hope that you can make that request because that's actually your home and you live there. But 
It's really hers. She pays for it, or she she pays a portion of it, so she feels like she has equal rights to it. And if she's well, not but... sane enough to respect that and understand that, then you guys need to pay the mortgage yourself or move. Right, because my thing is, if she, I guess it depends on how it was purchased and and what was the initial conversation. Because parents buy kids homes all the time, doesn't mean that I have the right to come in and stay anytime or whatever. The problem with that is you could. If you purchase the home, you could. But most parents are sane enough and reasonable enough to know that you can't do that, especially after your child has gotten married. But if it's your home, you feel like, hey, this is mine. I'm allowing you to stay here. So whenever I choose to come in town, I have a place to stay. I don't have to call you first. I don't have to clear it with you first because this is my home, too. And that's the mom's reasoning. And like I said, that's a little different and far out there, but you, you work with what you have. If this is how your mom operates and she won't come to a reasonable agreement on how you guys work this home, move. It's it's just right. that simple. Move. Yep. <laughs> because you, yeah. if you and your husband went and bought a home and you and your husband are paying for this home, she can't come and go as right. she please in your home. Right. And that's what I would do. I would be like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. you want to you wanna constantly disrespect me because this is your home? Then immediately when my fiancé or boyfriend turned into something serious and we're living in your home and you are being disrespectful by coming and staying anytime you want to, you know, then I would have said at that point, hey, we need to get a place in our own name, you know, or yeah, your name and, or and my name or something. Dad, if mom and dad are paying for the wedding and you guys are living here, here and mom is paying a portion of the mortgage, you guys had that time before the wedding to save money, to make arrangements, to get into your own place. And it's just certain things when you are accepting things from people, even your parents, and they choose to be unreasonable, which mom is, you have to deal with it because you're dealing with her money. Right, right. Unfortunate, yeah. unfair, yes. But I, I always say you got to deal with what you're dealing with. You can't wish it something else. This is the mom that you have. You got to deal with her accordingly. Yep. And if you know that's how she's going to be, then you have to deal with that situation accordingly. So if you know she's going to continue to disrespect you and come around and say whatever because she has the the money and she rules stuff, then you need to take that out of the equation. Okay, well then I pay my own way. Me and my husband pay our own bills. We've moved into our own place. I'm not asking you for any money. If we have business together, then let's do this business together and leave it at that. That way you treat me like a fully grown adult. Not an adult who is, you know, dependent on you and your money. So, and it might hurt a little bit. It might sting because you're used to the money, but it's, you know, what's more important, your dignity and your relationship, having a decent relationship with your mom or 
you know, having money, but she treats you like a five-year-old. Yeah, and I think in, in the end, she will be happy for it. Her and her husband will be happier for it, and she won't have to worry about the craziness. Oh, yeah. I think that's what she needs to do. Yeah. So I yeah. think that is going to wrap it up for this week. And we will talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> if you would like to share your comments or let us know what you think about the episode, Please email us at what we like inc at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at what we like. Make sure that you guys are doing what you like this week. Because we'll definitely be doing what we like. Bye. Bye.